Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown, joining y'all for another episode of The Dream Take podcast. Uh, It's a pretty special episode, I would say, uh, as the Rockets battled the Indiana Pacers tonight in Indiana. Uh, It's the first game back for Jalen Green in over a month. His performance certainly did not disappoint. We will go as long as our fans want us to go tonight, as I'm sure a lot of fans have a lot of different opinions. Uh, I know I certainly do, uh, but I want to hear from obviously all of our uh, incredible fans here on Spotify green room, uh, recapping tonight's game, one eighteen to one Oh six loss for the Rockets to the Indiana Pacers, um, interesting game tonight. Um, as I tweet out here uh, for the post game show, uh, we want to hear from everybody tonight. We want to hear what your thoughts are about the performance as the Rockets drop to uh, one eight. You know, excuse me, ten and twenty three. 
Uh, on the season, the Pacers improved to 14 and 19. Uh, some really high highs tonight. Some some pretty low lows, uh, if you want my honest assessment. Uh, let's get to the box score. Uh, we're going to start it early tonight. If you guys have some opinions you want to share on the show tonight, hit that request to speak button. I am taking any in all calls. That is any in all calls tonight. If you have a terrible opinion, I will remove you as a speaker. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, 29 minutes, 18 points uh, tonight. He had four rebounds. He played a pretty good game. Uh, Christian Wood, 22 points, eight rebounds. I've got a pretty big problem with Christian Wood. Uh, the way he played in the fourth quarter tonight. Um, we'll get to that. Eric Gordon, 15 points. Garrison Matthews in 28 minutes for three points. Not his best outing. <laughs> the star of the night. Uh, and the guy that I'm sure everybody wants to talk about, Jalen Green. 7 of 14 in 25 minutes. 6 of 9 from 3. He had 20 points. I mean, his performance was, was pretty damn good tonight. Uh, K.J. Martin Jr. in 16 minutes. No points, uh, two blocks. He had a pretty nasty block on one of the scrubs that plays for the Pacers. Uh, Alperen Shingun, 20 minutes, 10 points, eight rebounds. He was pretty bad defensively tonight. He was a minus 16 when he was on the court. DJ Augustine did have 10 points. DJ Augustine uh, with his 10 points. Uh, only playing 19 minutes was a little shocking to me tonight. We'll get to that in a few. Armani Brooks, 25 minutes, six points. And Josh Christopher, 18 minutes. He had two points. Uh, getting to the Indiana Pacers box score breakdown, Justin Holiday, eight points. Uh, Brissett had six points. Miles Turner was an absolute monster tonight. 32 points, 10 rebounds. A absolutely ridiculous 14 of 18 from the field. Karis LeVert, 24 points in 36 minutes. He kicked in 11 assists and eight rebounds. Chris Duarte, their first round pick from Oregon, 18 points, four assists. Uh, Tory Craig off the bench at eight points. Uh, something name of P. B. Teze had six points for some unknown reason. The Rockets gave that up. Brad Wanamaker had no points, and uh, ex-Rockets legend uh, Jeremy Lamb had 16 points. Uh, some takeaway, early takeaways from tonight. The Rockets got a real one. I guess this is my first one. The Rockets got a real one in Jalen Green, okay? For anybody that was worried about Jalen Green and some scrub Twitter account out of Detroit who wants to tweet at us about how, you know, I send out a tweet saying Jalen Green is greater than Kate Cunningham pretty much as a joke, right? Anybody who actually reads that and says to themselves, oh, you know what? He's being serious. It's tongue in cheek. But we had, we had a nice little Twitter exchange tonight. Uh, they have their guy and we have our guy is the best way to put it. Jalen Green looked more confident tonight than I saw him in any game previously. 
that the Rockets have played this season. He's been out for a month with an injury. It's apparent that he's working on his three-point shot. And he looked fine. I mean, he looked good. And, you know, the three-point shot tonight was killer. Six of nine from the court, from the three-point line, I should say. 25 minutes on the court. He was a plus one in the plus minus. And this game's not going to set off, you know, fire alarms across the league saying, oh, Jalen Green, you know, he's a guy to look out for. But he hasn't played in a month, and he dropped 20 in an NBA game. The dude's an absolute stud. The dude can straight up ball, okay? That's my first point. My first critical takeaway from the game tonight. Take away the way that they played in the fourth, because the way they played in the fourth quarter was all on coaching. It's on coaching. Anybody who watches that fourth quarter and wants to tweet me at BSW podcast underscore MB, and you want to figure out another reason that the Rockets were outscored 27 to 12 in the fourth quarter is on anything besides coaching. You can, you can try. Okay. The fact is, is that a lion's share of the time in the fourth quarter, the Rockets did not have a real point guard on the floor. It's ridiculous. It's inexcusable in all honesty. How do you assess that lineup that they ran in the fourth quarter when you don't have a point guard on the floor? That's rule number one. DJ Augustine only playing 19 minutes. He should have played 25 minutes plus tonight. At least six of the minutes in the 12th quarter or in the fourth quarter, I should say, DJ Augustine should have been on the court. It's inexcusable. The coaching performance in the fourth quarter tonight from the Rockets. And my third takeaway from tonight And I don't care if you think I'm nuts because it wouldn't be the first time. If you want to, if you want to tell me straight up, you would not trade Christian Wood for Miles Turner. Give me one reason why you would not do that trade. One reason why Christian Wood, 22 points tonight. He had eight rebounds. He was fine. You saw tonight. What a dominant, big man on the interior perimeter looks like and that's miles turner if i'm the houston rockets i am calling the indiana pacers after this game saying what do you want for miles turner i've said it nearly for two freaking years now and you saw it tonight christian wood five of 11 from the field tonight he was fine was he great no was he good he was above average but i call him good tonight In the first three quarters, I thought he was pretty good. In the fourth quarter, he was abysmal. Christian Wood was dog shit in the fourth quarter. He was not good. You saw what a dominant big man looks like. And you know what? In all honesty, I'm going to stop second-guessing myself when it comes to how I feel about Christian Wood and his role on this team. I would trade Christian Wood for the right piece. Miles Turner is the right piece. I like Christian Wood. I think he's a very fine player. Do I think he's a difference maker? And nightlight tonight, he's not doing any convincing to me. And the thing is, my good buddy Lucas, who I consider, you know, an extended member of the Brown family. Okay, Lucas and I, we're, we're family, right? I'm not killing Christian Wood. I'm saying what he looks like compared to, to a dominant big man, that's what I want for this team, man. I want dogs on this team. 
Let me ask somebody right now. If you're on Spotify Green Room, first of all, thank you all for joining me for another episode of the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. Hit that request to speak button. Come up here, debate me openly and honestly. Would you want Christian Wood on your team in a street fight? That's a question. It's a question I have to anybody here on Spotify Green Room. Do you think Christian Wood is a dog? Do you think that he has the capacity, right, physically to be that dude, that intimidating, don't F with my teammates, don't come after my guys because I will take you out back of the stadium and I will, I will dog beat you until sun up. That's my question. Because in my eyes, Miles Turner is that guy. Like Miles Turner is the type of dude that I want on this team. I want Christian Wood on this team too. Don't get me wrong. I like Christian Wood. I don't know if I love Christian Wood. You know, and good buddy of the show, Adam, you know, joining us right now. Adam, welcome back to the show. What are your thoughts on the game tonight? Uh, a couple of thoughts. Um, I wanted to kind of touch on Jalen Green and, and Christian Wood. Um, let's start with Jalen Green. So okay. I, I feel a little bit differently. To me, Jalen Green is going to be really hard to assess maybe for a few years. And this is why I say that. So we'll just look at tonight's game, right? He was six for nine from three, uh, seven of 12 overall. I think at one point he was six for eight. He's shooting 28% from three point land for the season. His, he's not going to, you know, it's, he's offensively when he has the three going, he becomes really one dimensional. You know, he just, he just focuses on kind of putting up the three. With his athleticism, man, I, I would just lo- love to see him, you know, attack the basket more. Even even if he's drawing two charges um, from the, you know, he's, you know, getting called for charges, mm-hmm. I would just like to see a little bit more just aggressiveness on that part. He just falls in love with the three. You saw, you saw that earlier this year when he scored 30 against the Celtics. He was just taking threes exclusively, and it's – well, okay, but do you want to get mad at a guy for going six no, no, nine not, for the three point? No, not at all. So, so not, I, I'm not saying, mad. Not yeah. mad, I should say. I should say he was feeling it tonight. I have no problem with J- no, Jalen Green. I, I think, yeah. Rock star tonight. Rock star. Of course, tonight. of course, right. You know, of course. I I, I think Jalen Green is going to be a star, but I think he's he's going to be hard to assess because I, I think he's more, he's closer to a 28, 30% three point shooter. And he's on those, you know, that's why, you know, he's, he's had big games this year and he's followed up with, you know, seven points, nine points, you know, consistency, like what happens next game and the game after that will be really interesting, especially when the three ball's not going as much, but I I agree with you, right. When you're, when the three is going, you should put it up, you know, but you know, I, and I don't know if it's the, the offensive scheme in, in Silas or otherwise, but when he was six for eight, you know, early on in the fourth, how can he only get one three the rest of the game? You know, just that that's just, you know, baffling to me, you know, like even well, the it's, ball. You it's, know? On co- it's on coaching. The, the fourth quarter tonight is inexcusable and it's all on coaching. You know, the, the fact that you don't put DJ Augustine on the floor in the fourth quarter is embarrassing because the offense looked awful in the fourth quarter. They scored 12 points and a lion's share of those points. They had five points with three and a half minutes left 
So they scored five points in eight and a half minutes, and they only lost by 12. That should tell you everything you need to know about what happened in the fourth quarter. You don't play Jalen Green down the stretch? You throw the minutes restriction out the window in a game like this. When he's feeling it the way he was feeling it, come on, man. I agree. Yeah. You know, and the fact is that tonight Christian Wood has one of those games where you're going to have his detractors coming out in full force. And I go with, I go with the wave of the game. I'm I'm not a guy that looks on historical not I don't want to say that. Like I'm a what have you done for me lately kind of fan. Christian Wood was fine tonight. Miles Turner is a monster monster on the inside block. I, I agree. Yeah. The Rockets don't have that. Give me one legitimate reason why Daniel Tice did not play one minute tonight to bang with Miles Turner. How is that okay? I think he would have helped on defense where that's where they needed the most help tonight. Um, Shingun was good on offense as usual, but he was a negative 16. I mean, he was just getting killed, you know. Killed Garrison, Garrison Matthews was terrible tonight. Why did you not play David Nawaba? So Jalen Green comes back and you said Nawaba to the gulag when Garrison Matthews, I don't care how much money you're paying Garrison Matthews. He was on the floor for 28 minutes. He was terrible tonight. He was awful. Defensively, he was fine. Offensively, he was awful. You couldn't have put uh, David Nawaba out there to play with Karis LeVert, you know, who was a ridiculous plus 21 tonight in 36 minutes on the court. You couldn't have put Nawaba out there for 10 minutes to play with him defensively. Again, coaching. This is all coaching, yeah. Adam. Yeah. This, is, this is this this loss falls on two shoulders tonight. That's Christian Wood, the way he played in the fourth quarter, and Steven Silas. So, yeah, those are the two guys in my eyes to blame for the loss tonight. And there's gonna be there's gonna be other shows out there tonight. There's gonna be other fan blogs out there tonight that are gonna be gung ho about the way that Jalen Green played and the fact that he came back and he scored 20 points. It was awesome. The way he played was awesome. But on the whole, the Rockets played well through three quarters. They played like dog shit in the fourth quarter. And it was embarrassing to watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of finish my point on Jalen Green a little bit. Um, so we, you know, he's, he's 19 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And, and one thing really stood out for me in a, in a video that was posted on the, on the Rockets YouTube channel. It was KPJ and Jalen Green interviewing each other for five minutes. And most of the stuff we've heard before from both, but one thing really stood out to me about Jalen Green, you know, uh, I think KPJ asked him, you know, when did you know that you really had a chance to, to go to the NBA? And he, he, he basically said, you know, I've always been a great athlete. Up until about three years ago, I really didn't work on kind of developing my skills. I just, you know, he basically just relied on his athleticism and that was good enough in the in AAU tournaments and and you know high school basketball and so on and so forth. So that's something that really stood out to me, right? Because you know he has all the athleticism in the world, but there's still a lot of skills that need to be developed. And that's on the Rockets to develop, you know, for him. You know, to you know the ball handling, you know, the the basketball IQ, these are things that that are, you know, are gonna be required of Barbara Turner and and Silas and John Lucas. And hopefully Gerald Green can kind of assist with that as well. But this is going to be, it's going to be hard to assess Jalen Green because when, when he, when he's not, when he did his three point shoot, his three point shot isn't on, it's going to look a little ugly some nights. Right. And, and, and so it's going to be a little while, you know, but I, I, I still got all the belief in the world in him. I think he has the biggest upside of any of these players, but 
when Evan Mobley and all these some of these other players are already kind of showing out a little bit, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little painful maybe for the next year and a half. Well, see, I I don't agree with you there, just on that specific point because he's going to be fine. A guy like Jalen Green is going to be a star in this league. He's I would argue he's got a lion's share of it figured out, either that he knows what he can do or knows what he has to improve on. I'm not worried about Jalen Green. Like Jalen Green is so far out of my realm of worry at this point. It's the rest of the roster that is is a scary point to me right now. I agree with you. I, I just, you know, like this roster, this this coaching staff, and Silas has gotten a lot of credit for – you know, well, I don't. I don't know if they have a, a really great, bat, you know, player development guys, and that's what we are going to see over the next year. You know, yeah, are they going to yeah. develop these guys? You know. Well, no, that yes, I agree with you there. I think that that's the big question to me: is what does their player development look like? I think that's fair. I'm worried about Christian Wood. Yeah, that that that's my biggest area of concern. Is And look, I'm not going to jump overboard on Christian Wood on one game, but I think the red flags are there that – what am I trying to say? If you identify him as a a cornerstone of this team, you better have a much better cornerstone of this team, if that makes sense. Absolutely, yes. You know, like if he's going to be – I think – let me put this out there, right? I think Christian Wood – He's a pretty damn good Robin. I don't think he's Batman. I would almost say he's a third option. You know, he's the third best player. A guy, a guy who's averaging 17 and 11 is not a third option. I think, I think team, I would say, well, but, but, but it's not a championship team though. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing is that for a developmental team, I think he's a guy that if he has the right mindset in the locker room, which is what you have to hope for. You have to hope that Christian Wood is the ideal teammate in so, the locker room. That's what would scare me about a guy like Miles Turner. But the thing about Miles Turner, just real quick, is the biggest knock on Turner is that he went public with saying that I should be a more focal point of the offense here in Indiana. Yeah, you think? He went 14 of 18 tonight. He had 32 points and 10 rebounds. Now, on a deal that would focus on Christian Wood for Miles Turner, you have my attention. Let's put it that way. That's a big takeaway I would have from tonight. We, we got we got a we got a, a fair bit of insight into kind of the mindset of Christian Wood tonight. So he he had about he had 22 points in about 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. He was five of ten from the field. He's playing well, right? You know, he, he basically had a 20 and 10 night. Um and and then you know coach Silas brings in Shingun and he's sitting on the bench for, you know, seven minutes of game time. He comes back in and he's clearly passive, you know, maybe uh, you know, he clearly he takes one shot the rest of the game, you know, plays the last seven minutes of the game. And and that's really that speaks to him, you know, like Eric Gordon doesn't do that. You know, there was a quote from John Lucas. I was watching the um, the Indiana kind of broadcast tonight. And and John Lucas was like, you know, Eric Gordon is a great player, you know, and he's somebody that we really need on this team because he's a great role model for these young players. So I'm, 
show him that it's not just about scoring. He's, you know, it's about, you know, the dedication on the defensive side. You know, he, he does, you know, he can score and get a shot almost any time. But, you know, he's been really great for us in initiating the offense with, you know, some of the injuries. And Christian Wood, you don't hear those quotes about Christian Wood. When Christian Wood doesn't get the ball or is sitting on the bench for five to seven minutes, he may check out the rest of the game. And this is kind of my point about Christian Wood against Milwaukee the other night. He needed to have a game like Miles Turner had tonight. Miles Turner is a better three-point shooter than Christian Wood. He shot the, he shot the ball twice from three. And he was 14 of 18 because he punished the Rockets and Christian Wood and Shingun in, you know, down low, right? And that's that's the mindset you need to have. And so I think Christian Wood's a better offensive player. And that's kind of been kind of that's been shown for most of the season. But you know what you get defensively from Miles Turner every night. You and, what, yeah. and, and that's why I would I would say I would I would definitely trade for Miles Turner, you know, for Christian Wood. You know, I in think, that I, yeah, I think I think it's hard to compare Wood and Gordon just because Gordon can impact the game so much more frequently because he's a guard compared to Wood. I mean, Wood's not bringing the ball up every single time like an Eric Gordon is. But I think to, I think tonight also shows how much you miss Kevin Porter Jr. Because Kevin Porter Jr. would have eaten whoever was guarding him tonight, whether it was Chris Duarte or Torrey Craig or Karis LeVert. Kevin Porter Jr. would have eaten whoever of those dudes alive tonight. I mean, it wouldn't even been a contest. I, I agree 100%. You know, and that's the thing is that this team misses that guy who can set up an offense consistently. The only guy that can do that on this team right now consistently is DJ Augustine. Eric Gordon is a professional bucket getter. That's what he is. You know what? And, and John Lucas calling him great. He's not a great player. Eric Gordon is a very good player. He's not a great player. He's never, he never has been a great player in my eyes. I think he's a very good player. I think he's going to make whoever he goes to. My guess is it's probably going to be the Lakers. I don't, I don't know anything specifically, but think about it. It makes all the sense in the world for him to end up in LA. If he goes to the Lakers, he will be a very, very good piece for them. He's, he is what he is. You know, I feel like him getting minutes at this point is taking away from other dudes getting minutes on this team. And it hurts. It hurts the development of those guys. And, yeah. as, and as soon as Kevin Porter Jr. gets back, don't be surprised if the trade process for Eric Gordon escalates. That's all I'm going to say. I agree with you 100% on KPJ. You know, his, his last few games before, you know, obviously he re-aggravated his injury and kind of had to had to go out again, but he was playing really well. And and what what I've seen kind of you know, it's been most impressive to me about KPJ this year is his defense. The Rockets just suffer from that you know the 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 other other teams initiator on offense. They just get by that first line of defense so easily, and it puts it puts Shingun in a bad position because Shingun can stay in front of one guy. You know he 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 moves his feet somewhat well. You know ladder, better than kind of what we thought. But he's not going to be able to to recover, you know, uh, on defense and get back to his man. And you see a lot of basically, you know, the first line of defense is breached. You know, there's help defense that comes and we just have terrible defensive rotations and they're just easy. You know, that's, you know, Miles Turner got a, a bunch of those, a bunch of his points on just second chance points. 
Um, and, and KPJ is going to really help with, help with that. And I, and I think KPJ is going to do a, a better job, you know, about, you know, the flow of the offense, you know, there's really, there's really been just the flow is just, is it hasn't been great. And, it, and you wouldn't expect it to be great without a point guard on the floor. And uh, I, I'm really looking forward to KPJ. I, I'm actually more excited about KPJ coming back than I, I definitely thought I would after about 10 games of the season. Well, they, well, I mean, they need him. You know, I think, I think it's part of, I, I'm just, I'm at the point now with this team tonight that you almost tune in just to watch Jalen Green at this point and Shingoon. Green, Shingoon, Tate, Christopher. I think those are the guys that I'm looking at every night seeing what they're doing. And you saw it tonight that Shingoon was terrible defensively tonight. Offensively, he's still going to fill up a stat sheet. My problem is here's my question, right? And I, and I was thinking about this while I'm watching the game tonight. And I think I speak for a lot of Rockets fans out there. Put away the 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 glamour of Jalen Green's first game back. It's great. It's awesome. I love it. Love the kid. He's our guy. Yada, yada, yada. Will the Rockets fan base have the stomach for the traditional rebuild that it looks like the Rockets are going to go through? It's a big question. It's a big question because tonight you saw what it was. You got outclassed by an Indiana team that is five games below or was what? Five games below 500. You got outclassed in the fourth quarter. You were with them for three quarters, but this Mm -hmm. is what you are. You are a below average, less than mediocre team. Does the fan base have the stomach for a traditional rebuild? And I got to tell you, Adam, me personally, I don't think I do. I want, I want this escalated to being the best version of these guys as quickly as possible. It really depends. So uh, uh, another point about Indiana, they were missing four of their top eight players, you know, uh, Brogdon, TJ Warren, McConnell, possibly in Sabonis. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Don't sit here and tell me TJ McConnell is in anybody's top four deep players. Sorry. Top eight. Yeah. Okay. But he sucks. TJ McConnell yeah. is not good, yeah. but, but th- yeah, they, they okay. you know, there's injuries is, is not an excuse for sure. tonight. Roll out, we're on roll the same outside. page. Right. Don't, don't bring me TJ McConnell as a reason. No. Now. Okay. No. All right. Sabonis we're on the same Sabonis page. and Brogdon, you know, if I'm, if Sabonis and Brogdon. I'll give you that. I'll give you that hundred percent. And so, so a lot of it's gonna, so we're going to trade Eric Gordon and we're going to be really bad. We're going to have another probably two, two double, double digit losing streaks, maybe one, you know, I, I hope, I hope not, but I think that's just who we are. We're going to be competitive. We were competitive tonight. We, you know, midway through the beginning of the fourth quarter, we were shooting 50% from three, but we, the game was tied. Imagine that shooting 50% from three at a high volume and the game being tied. Now, when that dipped about 45%, they went down by nine. That just shows that their defense just was terrible tonight. That was the biggest problem. I, I don't worry about the offense, but even the offense is a little worrisome because they just run no offensive sets. It's it's basically you know, right. they, they run they they run their offense through Shingun when he's in the game and and they give the ball to Augustine or Eric Gordon to get some kind of penetration and kind of kickouts, but there's no really formal kind of offensive sets that they run. So the 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 stomach of the Rockets fans um, for a rebuild is really going to depend on, you know, 
they're they're gonna they're gonna be one of the three or four worst you know records in the in the league this year. Are they gonna get Paolo or Chet? That's gonna depend. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna determine kind of how how teams feel about this. Or maybe Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith is kind of getting into that upper echelon. Definitely a top three pick. If they if they land a top, a, the sixth pick in the draft, and I think I think just the it's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, and I look at I look at a guy like a Miles Turner and I saw him up close and personal tonight. Watched the game from beginning to end. That's the type of guy that this team needs. That consistent defensive stopper on the interior perimeter, because too many times this team gives up just too many open looks on the inside. And I think I think it was a damn shame that they didn't play Tice tonight. Tonight's the type of night that you need to play Tice. Tice is a double-edged sword, though, because he he's, it, he's he, he can be good on defense, but it's like playing four on five on offense. It doesn't, but it doesn't matter if you. But that's the thing. That's the difference between great coaches, good coaches, and terrible coaches. Is the fact that if you're going to put Tice on the floor, you surround him with. You know, you put Eric Gordon out there, you put Jalen Green out there, you put uh, what? Sorry. So you put Gordon, you put Green, you put your your bucket getters out there. You put Garrison Matthews, you put whoever you need to around him to make up for his offensive deficiencies. But that it was it was not matchup based tonight. And going into the fourth quarter, this team had a shot to win the game and they got embarrassed in the fourth quarter. There was no adjustments made by Silas and company. And again, it goes back to what is the type of advice that he's getting from his assistant coaching staff? Yeah. So you've, you've got Dizange Giop, who I, I'm yet to see what his impact is on this team. I like John Lucas, but there's a reason why John Lucas has not been made a head coach in this league in the past, what, 15, 20 years? You know, that that's what I'm looking at is – those types of in-game adjustments, Silas simply isn't good enough at consistently enough. Yeah, the the game plan. I'd be interested. We do, we obviously don't have a lot of information about this Rockets team. What what do they do to game plan? You know, we we know what other teams are doing for the Rockets. Like after that, you know, seven and three kind of ten game stretch. You you know, even kind of even after last season, you know. People are playing Jay Sean Tate differently. They know that he's not a great shooter. They're forcing him, you know, they're they're forcing him to take a shot or they're backing up, you know, giving him a little bit of a cushion and forcing him to kind of throw a kind of looping kind of, you know, hook shot from the right or the left. Like But at the same time, but at the same time, he was six of ten tonight. He shot sixty percent from the field. A lot of that was garbage time. You know, the last three, right. four minutes, yeah. But but yeah, no, I I, I love Jay Shante. He he maximizes his you know his skill sets. You know, like he he gets the most out of his talent. Uh, but it's just there's just so much that's that we don't know about you know, about what you know what, what's going on or how or what's gonna change with the coaching staff and and obviously probably Silas is. He's not feeling the pressure anymore, right? They had the seven-game win streak, and he's kind of reverting back to his old tactics a little bit. He doesn't feel that pressure. I don't know. That's just well, me, you know? Well, he better feel it. I mean, he better feel every bit of that pressure because that's – look, I, I hate losing. 
Like that's that's not that shouldn't be a shock to anybody. If you're a fan of a team, I don't care how red you think the roses are. Losing sucks. They had a shot to win the night and they blew it in the fourth quarter. So now you've got three days off. You've you've got until Monday. I'd love to see Kevin Porter Jr. back on Monday. Give me all of Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green together right now. That's what I want. I want my favorite lineup, I think, at this point on the floor would be Porter, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, Jay Sean Tate, and Alperin Shengun. That's what I want on the court. And yeah. let me see, and let me see what that looks like. Because I'm not saying that's your best lineup. I'm saying that's what I want to see to establish what this team looks like long term. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. I, I tune in to you know I want to watch KPJ, Jalen Green, and Shingoon, and and Josh Christopher as well. But I, I I'm I'm also really intrigued by just KJ Martin. And obviously he had a bad game tonight, but. I, I just I want to see him get 15 minutes a game regardless and just see what he does with that because I, I think he has a lot of potential, you know. And um, I mean he's he's the most athletic player that we have. I think he can he can be a, he can grow into a really a, a really a really competent defensive player. I think he's also already somewhat competent, you know. I I, I just I think. I would love to kind of see kind of how he can develop with, with more minutes. And we saw that a little bit, you know, through the last 10 games, but I agree with you. It's going to be a little painful, especially after the trade deadline and after Eric Gordon goes, but I don't mind the losing as long as I see kind of some development from these players. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, and, but my thing is it's not, but I, I I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. The losses don't bother me if I see these guys getting better. Tonight, I think overall, once I get past my personal disdain of losing, because it just sucks. We've done more losing the past season and a half than I feel like we did in the last five years before last season. So you've got to try and find the small victories in what they're trying to do. I think tonight there were positives. There were absolutely positives. You know, the fact Jalen Green, positive. Uh, I think uh, what's, I think Shangoon showed stretches offensively, but good God, defensively does he struggle at times. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to happen. He's a rookie. He's 19 years old. He's, but the only way he's going to get better, he's got to have more than 20 minutes on the court. And you can't blame foul trouble tonight because you only had three fouls. So that's what I want to see. When Kevin Porter Jr. comes back, this is going to look like a different team. I'm telling you, between him and Jalen Green, they're going to run teams ragged. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait to see it. Any final thoughts, Adam, before we wrap the show? Uh, just a kind of, you know, appreciation to you to kind of put on, you know, put on these shows, you know, directly after the games, especially when, you know, it's the holiday season and so on. So, you know, much appreciation to you and definitely anybody kind of on, on here regularly should be uh, kind of following, you know, your Twitter and so on. I appreciate you, brother. Happy holidays to you and the family. Thanks a lot.
You got it. Adam, it was a pleasure as always, my man. This has been another episode of SD Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. It's an absolute pleasure to be with y'all every single night after a Houston Rockets game. Uh, it looks like, according to the schedule, we've had a ton of games here recently, which is great. Uh, we will be off until Monday night against Charlotte. So we want all of Red Nation to get some rest over the next three days, spend some time with family, loved ones. We at the Dream Take wish y'all a very, very happy holiday season, no matter the holiday that you celebrate. We are very appreciative for everybody who tunes into Spotify Green Room right after the games or listening to the podcast uh, the next day. We appreciate y'all so much. We love y'all. You guys are great. I, uh, Me personally, I'm beyond thankful to be able to be a part of this show, to be able to talk Rockets basketball. Good, bad, and the ugly with all of y'all. Once again, this has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. We will see y'all Monday night after the Charlotte Hornets game we are in charlotte uh so we'll be with y'all monday tuesday and friday next week we play the hornets in charlotte on monday we have the lakers and the uh, miami heat on friday and then we also have denver so next week monday tuesday friday saturday we will be live here with you all post game if you're on twitter make sure to follow the dream take at the dream take uh, you can follow the mothership for the dream take at dream shake SBN. You can follow me personally on Twitter at BSW podcast underscore MB head on over to the dreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets every day until next time. Rockets fans go Rockets.